0: This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 634. How to make your meat as healthy as possible by Chris Gunners with Healthline.com. And I'm your host and narrator, Dr. Neil Malik. Happy Thursday, welcome back to Optimal Health Daily where I read to you from popular health and fitness blogs to help you optimize your health. All right, the countdown to Christmas has now become really serious. We're five days away and all month long, I've been sharing some holiday trivia with you. And in fact, this week, I've kind of had a European theme going, so let me continue that trend. Here's today's trivia question. Which country is credited with starting the Christmas tree tradition as we know it today? So huge hint is a European country, and this began way back in the 16th century. Can you guess? It was Germany. And this idea of bringing a tree into the home to celebrate certain festivities like the winter solstice actually began as a pagan tradition, but of course that has now changed. All right, let's get to today's post and start optimizing your life. How to Make Your Meat As Healthy As Possible by Chris Gunners with Healthline.com. Denise Minger is a former vegan and very popular blogger. She is well-known for her thorough debunking of the China study. As she says, there may be a few concerns about high meat consumption, but they may be fixed with a few simple adjustments. And so this article that I'm about to read to you discusses the main concerns that she raises in her lecture during the 2012 Ancestral Health Symposium. Eating only muscle meats can create an imbalance. Throughout evolution, humans didn't just eat muscle meat. Back in the day, they used to treasure the organs. Hunter-gatherers ate nose to tail, which means muscles, organs, and other tissues. Organs like liver tend to have a lot more micronutrients than muscle, such as vitamin A, vitamin B, and iron. Muscle meat also tends to be very high in the amino acid methionine. Animal studies have shown that eating less methionine has health benefits and may lengthen lifespan. Human studies have come to similar conclusions, suggesting that limiting methionine may improve metabolic health and even increase lifespan, similar to what we might see with caloric restriction. However, more human research on the topic is needed to form a solid conclusion. Nonetheless, including more organ meat in your diet in place of muscle meat may help you limit your intake of methionine and increase your intake of other nutrients. Summary. Including organ meat in your diet in place of muscle meat may limit your intake of methionine. Limiting methionine in the diet may improve health and even affect longevity. Dangers of high-heat cooking. There are some dangers to cooking meat at very high temperatures. The most common high-heat cooking methods include grilling, broiling, frying, and deep frying. High-heat cooking methods can form unhealthy compounds like heterocyclic amines, or HAs, and advanced glycation end products, AGEs, and polycyclic aromatic hydrocarbons, or PAHs. They tend to form as one of the nutrients in meat react with some of its other components at very high temperatures. These unhealthy compounds have been linked to increased risk for several types of cancer, including breast cancer and pancreatic cancer. Here are a few tips on how to minimize these harmful compounds in foods. One, use gentler cooking methods like stewing, baking, steaming, and boiling. Two, limit your intake of charred and smoked foods. If your meat is burnt, cut away the charred pieces. Three, don't expose meat directly to a flame and minimize cooking at temperatures above 150 degrees Celsius or 300 degrees Fahrenheit. Four, marinating meat in olive oil, lemon juice, garlic, or red wine can reduce heterocyclic amines by up to 90%. And five, when cooking at very high heat, flip the meat frequently. Summary, cooking meat over high heat can form unhealthy compounds like heterocyclic amines, advanced glycation end products, and polycyclic aromatic hydrocarbons, all of which have been linked to an increased risk of disease. Red meat is very high in iron. Meat is generally very high in the mineral iron. Iron binds to hemoglobin in the blood and plays a vital role in delivering oxygen to all the tissues in your body. However, having very high iron levels in the body can cause problems in the long term, especially in men. Women have menstruation to help them remove excess blood and iron from the body. However, men, non-menstruating women, and children don't have an efficient mechanism to expel iron from the body. If iron consumption is very high, it can cause iron to build up in the blood, causing symptoms of iron toxicity. This is not a concern for most people, but a genetic disorder called hereditary hemochromatosis can result in elevated absorption of iron. For those who have this disorder, eating a lot of iron-rich foods can cause problems, and red meat happens to be very rich in iron. If you have this condition, there are a few things you can do to reduce your iron levels. One, donate blood regularly. Two, drink coffee or tea with meals that contain a lot of iron, as they hinder the absorption of iron. Three, avoid foods that are rich in vitamin C when you eat foods with a lot of iron, since vitamin C increases iron absorption. And four, eat less red meat. The only way to know if this pertains to you is to get your iron levels tested or to get tested for the genetic mutation itself. Summary. Red meat is rich in iron. This is rarely a concern for healthy people, but it can be a problem for those who develop dangerously high blood levels of iron. The bottom line. Meat, especially if the animal it comes from was naturally fed, may be a healthy food. However, as with most things in nutrition, there are some potential concerns regarding a high meat intake. These include the consumption of the amino acid methionine, and unhealthy compounds that form during cooking, as well as a high iron intake. Luckily, some of these concerns can be accounted for with some minor adjustments to your diet. You just listened to the post titled, How to Make Your Meat as Healthy as Possible, by Chris Gunners with Healthline.com. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. So while it may be true that our ancestors consumed more organ meats than we do now, the quality of meat has changed significantly. So while liver, for example, may contain lots of vitamins and minerals because the liver is a great storage space for those things, it also contains some potential toxins as well. The liver is an organ that helps clean the blood, essentially, along with the kidneys. And in doing so, it may store up toxins. And therefore, if we eat the liver, even if we heat it really well, well, there's a chance that we could be consuming or ingesting those toxins too. Now, I agree that too much meat consumption could be a problem. There are well-designed studies that have shown that those that consumed high levels of animal protein for years and years and years have an increased risk of death, increased risk of certain diseases like cancer. Now, is that due to how they are cooking the meat? Very possibly. So I do agree that cooking methods can play an important role. And I do like the idea of gentler cooking methods like stewing, steaming, broiling, as opposed to grilling. But as the article mentioned, if you marinate the meat first for four plus hours before you expose it to high temperatures, that can decrease the amount of some of these nasty compounds that are formed during the cooking process. And when we look at iron status, especially amongst those in the US, we are learning that many folks are actually iron deficient. So most of us don't need to really worry about getting too much iron. Parents of younger children, in fact, should be kind of thinking about how much iron their child is getting. This is because childhood and adolescence especially are periods of rapid growth. This is when the body needs more iron. And when girls begin menstruating, that's often a time we need to look at their iron intake levels because that's a common time when iron deficiency can set in. But as the article mentioned, if you have a genetic disorder like hereditary hemochromatosis, then that's a different story. All right, that's enough out of me for today. I can't believe that's 634 episodes. That's all thanks to you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a subscriber. I'll be back here tomorrow for our usual Friday Q&A and where your optimal life awaits.